It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You are now listening to TDL on silverandblackpride.com. This play used to be Hunter Brown with Hunter Ruggs, and we got Darren Waller on the choice route, Hunter Ripper on the shallow. But I want you guys to watch Tyron Matthew here, okay? You see the ball is out here. He's breaking on the ball. I think if he got a little closer. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. Your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders everything. Uh, you guys already know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. We haven't got many dislikes lately. Appreciate that, guys. Probably because I've I, I get uh, blocks a lot of the trolls. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, hit the like button if you like it. And then uh, uh, leave a comment if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you do. You know what I'm saying? You guys join on the stream. Please you know, be interactive. So you know, show what we're talking about. You know, and then uh, you know, already know what to do. You know, follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL at BD Williams 18. Uh, you know, you guys see the, the promo code at the bottom, manscaped.com for 20% off discount code TDL plus free shipping. And also, you know, you already know what to do. Get a shirt too from Bonfire, right? Because you go to Bonfire, get your TDL uh, blackout. You know, we're going to be representing the Senior Bowl. So um, we're going to be representing that tape. Don't lie there. And uh, me and Matt Holder. So, um, you know, be on the lookout for that, guys. You know, it's not draft season yet for us. We still got one more game. We got one more game, guys, and uh, you know that's what we're doing today. We're previewing the the playing matchup versus the Chargers. Which you know, if the you know if the Tyler Huntley and Trevor Lawrence have the game of their lives, it might not even be a play playing game, guys. So uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how this goes. Um, it's gonna be decided really early, right? And uh, see, I'm I'm conf- see, I'm a little confused here. Hold on, guys. Okay. Yeah. Raiders win and they're in. Okay. There's no yeah. questions. Hundred percent. Right. Okay. The uh, but what what did the so the Ravens if they win and the if the Raiders lose, then what? What are you saying? I don't know. I don't, I don't know that scenario. That's a deep one. I don't think so. I don't. Th- I, I think if, I think if the if the Ravens win, I don't know if that really means anything because the Raiders already beat the Ravens, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Colts, it's all about the Colts because if the Colts win, they're ten seven. So if the Raiders lose, they're out. Yeah. So why are we worrying? About, why are we worrying about the uh, Pittsburgh game? Yeah. Because Pittsburgh. If, if, if Pittsburgh loses, right, and the Colts lose, the Raiders are in. Oh, regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. All right. And, and the Colts have haven't won in Jacksonville since 2015. And Jacksonville won one game last year. And guess who they beat? The Colts I know. I know. At home. Garden they haven't, they haven't won. The Colts haven't won there since like 2014 or something. It's yeah, really weird. Yeah, it's like it's really weird. <laughs> oh man, that'd be crazy. It's because these guys from Indianapolis go at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, South Jacksonville. You know, maybe they're maybe they're hanging out a little bit too much outside. You know, it's not it's not a big party town, but yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, 
I, I think the Jags defense isn't terrible. They're just like they got an awful offense. So I mean, they're, I mean, they're just on the field so much, but they're not yeah. terrible. You know, they shut down the Bills. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not like a some kind of just they're not slouches. So it it would be interesting to uh, see what happens. To the, I mean, if the Colts lose that game, man, and the, the Ravens beat the Steelers. I mean, let me ask you this, BD, before we get into you know the scenarios of this game. If that happens, do you sit the starters? Do you sit everybody? Would you? Um. Yeah, because because when you're going into the game, right, and you're like your mentality is okay. I'm. I'm we're, we got to play to get in. We got to beat. You know, beat this team in order to get in. And then that that changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, then what? Then what's the point? You know, like it's it's hard. It's tough to scale back that mentality. You're going into the weekend. You're going into that day thinking like this is it. And then all of a sudden that changes. You know, I think um, yeah, I think you you should get some of those guys out of there and and get some you know, especially if those if those guys are like borderline injury, get them out. Got to get them out. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like resting Darren Waller, resting Josh Jacobs. I mean, I don't even know if you play Carr at that point. You know, do you even play Mariota? You play just play Peterman. <laughs> You know, this is like you don't want Mariota getting hurt either because you, you're going to need him in the playoffs for the red zone and that, you know, the short yardage stuff that they're doing yeah. with him. So, I mean, do you even play yeah. him if that happens? You know, um, that'd be interesting. It'd be interesting if that. Correct I, I me. Correct me if happen. I'm wrong, though. Correct I don't think that's going to happen. But, but they have done a better job protecting Carr, though, like last. Yeah. Years, yeah. It's it's been okay. It's been okay. I mean, third and long is the same. Yeah. Every time it's turning long, it's basically the same thing as it always been. I mean, because that, that's what it came down to in the uh, previous matchup was pass protection, right? Yeah, they could. And then when they started getting – when they started protecting them, they went right up and down the field. Now, I mean, right. the last game – the last game, I mean, which you probably watch um, more than me, I wouldn't watch the defense again. Um, the last game, uh, what happened was the Raiders, they decided they wanted to do these deep post routes – on, on their cover seven looks, right? Which would, because the you know, safety comes down and from the inside slot, you get a one-on-one with Derwin James and Henry Ruggs or whatever. And that's what they were trying to exploit, but I mean, they didn't have time for it. So there's a couple times that they had a couple touchdowns that they missed. I mean, one was to Renfro that they missed. Yeah, Renfro, like why? Yeah, I have, I have these, I have these in the breakdown. For sure. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Like the, those, those are, those are all there. I don't know if they're yeah. going to try to do that again, though. I mean, that was Groom. Groom was a little stubborn with the deep ball early on. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it worked later on, but it's just like, can you depend on that? Like, should you just stick to like the Omaha's and keep it short and you know just move the football? You know, um, but it'll be interesting. But yeah, he said the Omaha's mm-hmm. stick to the Omaha's. Yeah, stick, stick to the Omaha's. Little quick outs, you know what I'm saying? Quick, the, the quick outs is Zay Jones right there. Quick, right. quick nine. You know, then run the ball. You know, the quick nine, run the ball. You know what I mean? Got it. <laughs> Right, because I mean they don't they don't play a lot of press over there, right? So I mean that that Omaha is open; they can get a quick five whenever they really want to. Teams um, were eating. Teams were eating with that, yeah. Yeah, so if, if you if you can if you can do that quick those quick throws, I think and they, and run the football, you know, which is the key to this game. They got to run the ball, right? Um, but uh, man, that would be. Um, I mean, that's I think that I don't I don't know if the deep passing thing is going to work today. I think they got to just kind of keep it keep it ball control. Um, and you know, play the charges at their own game, in my opinion. So, see now, you know, 
what I'm really interested in is watching your breakdown because, you know, for me, I already know how the game is going to go down in terms of like concepts that they're going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Raiders play so much cover three that, and the, and the point of them doing all that cover three is because when they go into a, a game like this, they know exactly what they're going to see concept yeah. wise. And, mm-hmm. and it's all, the, it's all the cover three beaters known to man will be thrown yeah. at them. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's going to come down to execution. And so, you know, um, yeah, there's going to be maybe some timely blitzes that Gus Bradley can call, but really it's just going to be come, come down to if the defensive line can win the pass rush battle all game long. Like that's what it's going to come down to for me, you know, so like concepts and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. We, we're just going to find out, you know, if uh, Max Crosby can take the game over for us. I feel like on defense this is what we're going to hope for. Uh, you know, um, you know, it's interesting about this Chargers team. They're a totally different offense than you know, when the Raiders played them. Originally, they're not the same offense at all. Um, they have a different kind of different philosophy that they, they they run on first down basically every single time. Like it's not even like a, it's not even it's crazy. I mean, they literally run on first down like every single time. And you know, teams are crowding the box against them a lot. Um, they crowd the box. They play a lot of man. I mean, that's how they're getting shut down right now. I think they've been they've been figured out a little bit. And um, and the only teams that they're really going up and down the field on are, you know, teams that, you know, that have, you know, Mike Glennon playing and uh, Drew Locke, you know, um, even the Chargers game, the pass, the Chiefs game, the char- the passing game wasn't that great. They were just able to run the ball really well against the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, they so so they try to establish the run like every first down to, to help them get easier looks. Right. Um, because, you know, they're they're a third down team. So they want to beat you on third down. It's like it's basically. It's, I mean, it's the Sean Payton, John Gruden, West Coast offense. You know, dink and dunk sticks. You know, choice routes. You know, not a lot of deep concepts. You know, it's 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 that's what yeah. it is. You know, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over like how teams are beating them. Um, you know, um, and but, like so, what you're saying is, um, obviously they're gonna run, they run uh, early downs also because they go for it so often on fourth down. Yeah. So it's like it's like a free down for them first down. Because they're going all the way to four, right? You know what's interesting about that too? They haven't gone for it on. They've gone for it once on fourth down since the Chiefs game. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, which is interesting. I don't know if that, I mean that might change. I mean, this is it's on the line, right? So, oh, it's on the line. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, go for right. It, but them. like, um, you know, yeah. I don't know if Staley's a little scared. We'll see though. I don't know if he's been kind of, you know, maybe he th- had a thought process like, hey, I, I can't risk the season, you know, because I mean that did like ended up put that. I mean that those fourth down decisions ended up being a loss, which ended up putting them in this position. Because if they, you know, kick some kick some of those field goals, right, they are not in this position, and they don't even have to worry about this, right? I mean, they already have 10 wins. Uh, but, you know, they, they had that, you know, those, those decisions, and then they went out there with that on the, all the COVID stuff happened, and then they went out there and lost to the Texans, right? So, mm. you know, kind of – so I don't know if that, if that aggressiveness is going to keep up because he might be feel he might feel like that he might not need to anymore. Maybe just it's just the Chiefs. I don't know. You know, um, and they haven't been doing very well. They haven't been doing very well in the fourth downs too. You know, since the beginning of the year, and they had those, those that awesome stuff against the Chiefs. I mean, a couple of the second Brown Broncos matchup, they went forward fourth down, didn't make it. Um, you know, a couple of the Vikings, they went forward fourth down, didn't make it. They lost lost both those games. Um, you know, so like it's, the, it's, the, it's, the funny it's thing like, about going for it on fourth down, like 
the idea from the analytics standpoint is it's like just playing the odds, right? Like what are the chances you're going to be able to get there in four tries, more than three tries, right? Obviously there's more risk involved, but it's just like a numbers game. Okay. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, your fourth down plays, they have to be like your best plays. Yeah. Like they can't, like they can't be just a play. You know, yeah. like it's not like you're going into your menu like, uh, what, what's the first and ten play? No, no, like fourth and fourth and three. Like this is your best play. Like you have to have that. Yeah, and, and and their best plays are sticks and choice routes on fourth down. That's why they. Interesting. Which I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over this because you know there there's a lot of things. Just like I said, this offense is kind of figured out a little bit, and I think the you know the the Raiders are a totally different defense. Like I was telling you, I'm watching. I'm like, who's number twenty with the dress? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I, I literally, I was literally watching. I was trying to figure out who that was. I'm like, who the hell is number twenty? I was like, oh, that's Damon Arnett. <laughs> you know, like, and there's just guys yeah. who aren't playing right now that that were playing back then. You know, Corey Lewis not playing anymore. Which I mean, he was playing. He's getting bullied back at the end of the game when they were running the ball down the throat. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Uh, this week, you know, D- Divine Diablo is going to play better, and I think Pyramids. You know, he just uh, he's angry right now about something. So uh, uh, he's playing angry. Um, and it, Diablo, Diablo is like more more or less the same thing as Corey Littleton. There's really no there's no difference. I'm telling you, there's no difference. Well, well I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's say this. So Hankins Hankins played more than Phylon did the first game, right? I think Phylon, it, who had two sacks that game, <laughs> what he did play, I think he's if he plays the majority of the snaps and they let Hankins just chill, which I think they should. Um, and just let Phylon go. I, I think that he might dominate seventy-one all day. So um, that that's a matchup too. I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's gonna be an interesting game, man. It depends on what they what their plan is. I really liked what Gus Bradley's second half plan was, which I'm gonna go over a little bit. Because um, the first half first half was kind of vanilla, and um, but I, I think that the, you know they, they they try to mix it up, play a little more man in the second half, and I, I think that's got to be. That, I mean, that's how you beat them. You have to man them up. You have to get in their face, their little flat routes, and you have to force Herbert to be accurate on the second level, which he can be, but sometimes he can't be. So I, I you know, you got to take that chance and can't let can't let them be ball control. But I'm kind of right. I, you know, I guess I can get into it right now, right? Yeah, just go ahead and get into it. I'm gonna send us to commercial break, and then All once right. we get back, you know, okay. why don't you jump into it? Let's do it. Do it. Let's get into this offense, man. So, you know, we're going to cover a lot of things today. So, you know, I wrote an article earlier, kind of talk about slowing down the Chargers offense. I mean, it's kind of a feature of what I'm about to go over. So, I mean, if you read the article earlier, you know, you're, you're, you kind of get to get a video of the article right now. Okay. So, let's check that out. All right. We're good, right? All right. So, like I said, you're good. Okay. All right, so like I talked about the run game, right? Uh, I mean, they are a first down run team. They run the ball since week nine, fifty six percent of the time on first down. Who does that remind you of? Right, that reminds you of some good old John Gruden, and it's basically what this offense is, man. I mean, they're they're the two thousand nineteen Raiders that are better in the red zone. So that's basically how you have to look at it. So here we go. 
So outside zone, Austin Eckler is really good with the outside zone runs. You see the patience he has here, right? Open up, good blocking for 71-72. Does a good job, patience. Jump cut, get six. All right. Then you see here, then they, they run a lot of different things. So, like, here's a counter run, right? Everybody down blocking inside, right? It's a block in the back, but, you know, they didn't call that, I guess. I guess it's not a block in the back. It was that close, but whatever. Um, nice move, jump cut. That's what I'm saying. He's hard to take down the open field, too. Cuts inside. And he's, he's got 11 touchdowns rushing the ball. He's got seven. You know, I know if you have him on fantasy, you already know about Austin Eckler, so. Yeah, I mean this this the run game. I mean, like I said, this is first down too, guys. This is a first down run. This is, I mean, it's 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 pretty repetitive. And when Jackson comes in, they don't do zone, they power. So you already see we got a little power run. We got a pool here. We got the tight end. He's coming around too as well. Good job by Jackson. He reads it, cuts inside. It's a good game, right? And they ran the ball all over the Chiefs. Okay, now. How you shut down these guys in a run game. Okay, so the Vikings, who are not very good against the run, right? What they did, they crowd the box on first down. You can see this. I mean, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're in base. I mean, they're, you know, they're in 12 personnel, of course, right? So they're in base, but you want to crowd this box, right? Kind of create that so, you know, there's nowhere for him to go. And, of course, you know, you got Eric Kendricks, who's just elite. But, you know, Tizzle Pearman, he, you know, he, he can play around like this, too. Look at Right there, get his hands in, make a tackle. Right, and the Vikings play this really, really well. Right, they played them really well all game, stopping the run. So here's another one right here, Justin Jackson. Another, this is you know another run right here, another just pure power run, Justin Jackson. Find that hole, like I said, every time he gets the ball, they're doing power runs. Sorry, guys, I got a little out of order here. Let's get past this one. All right, here we go. Get back here. All right, so you hear the Broncos do it. So, like, Broncos got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? And they're in 12 again. This is first down. And then here comes the late chubs. So now they got eight, right? So you got. Got kind of got the bare front again with these two. Cloud up everything for the little mid zone here. Almost get a safety, right? And, and if you can stop the run game on first down, I mean, it kind of puts them in bad predicaments all the time, right? So here we go again, stopping the run game. This time you get a little inside zone here. And look, look at the box again. We got one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven. I mean, if you want to count the eight with the, the motion here, right? And they're just shooting these gaps, ready for the run, blowing it up. Second down and 10, right? And it put, puts, well, that was third down, but it, it puts them behind the sticks, all right? So, you know, I, I do want to say Austin Eckler, when they win on the back end on the first down, he averages five yards a carry. When they lose, he averages four yards of carry on first down. So I, I'm telling you, this is like a, this is one of the main things you got to do to stop them is stop them from running the ball on first down. Now, 
they're a quick passing team, all right? So, you know, this this is going to look all familiar, guys. This is going to be all Raider stuff. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I've seen this all, all year, the last two years on Tape Don't Lie, because it's the same offense, basically. So, quick passing. We got every time you see Keenan Allen right here, it's probably a choice route. So, I hope the Raiders know that, right? And, you know, the Vikings played a lot of man. But, you know, sometimes you're just going to get beat. You're just going to get beat by Keenan Allen. But every time he is inside the slot, <laughs> he's running a choice route. And it's, it, it's every single time. And Herbert, he's looking that way. And he loves him some Keenan Allen, too. So he loves Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Boom, right there. Choice route, Keenan Allen. Now, I also love little sticks, right? Got the sticks. Boom. Hit the sticks. They love this play, too. They love running some sticks, all right? Um, right to Mike Williams. Anything to keep the, the ball control offense, right? So the same. this is like watching the Saints. This is like watching John Gruden and the Raiders, right? Sticks, quick sticks right there. Get the ball out of his hand quick. Herbert's super accurate on the short level, so he's getting that ball out of his hands quickly. Then they like to get the ball to Austin Eckler, right? And every time Herbert puts his hand out like that, I'll show them the back end. But every time he puts his hand out like that, he's going to Austin Eckler right here. Every time. Unless Keenan Allen gets open, which I'll show you later on when we get to the, the, the deeper passing. But you see right here, every time. Hand out. Right to Eckler. All right, so I'm a lot a lot of the things they do are very predictable. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, play action. They love these the little chip block, and then hitting the flat too off play action. Boom! Get a quick eight or nine yards right there. Right, second down. Now you got third and short, and they love play action on second down. So they run on first down. Play action on second down. This is also another one that, you know, if the Raiders get messed up on this one, I'm going to be mad because they've been doing this since week two. This is week two, guys. They run this play still, right? Which is if Mike Williams is right here, he's probably going on a split zone bootleg every single time. <laughs> it's like it's clockwork, right? So that stuff should not be working this time. So let's talk. I want to talk about something real quick before I get into this. Justin Herbert leads the league in batted passes. He's six foot six. He leads the league in batted passes. He has 15. So I'm going to show you why you need to be batting these passes. Okay. So here we go. Same play. Got the little chip, right? So he's, he's going there. Get your hand up. Knock it down. Boom. Batted pass. You're not going anywhere with that. Right. You see it from the back end. If the Raiders don't get home, they got to get their hands up on these short passes. They got to follow his eyes and get get their hands up. Knock that ball down, right? Knock it down every single time. Then you got the quick sticks here, right? You got quick sticks. Then the the Chiefs ended up sending a blitz here, right? We got the quick sticks, but Nick Bolton can't get there. So what does he do? Get his hand up. Boom. Interception. And that's on fourth down, too, guys. That's a fourth down, intercepted, right? And he, he, 
look, oh, here's Keenan Allen. He's inside, right? What I tell you guys, he's inside. That means it's a choice route. So what should the defensive lineman do if they can't get home? They got to follow Herbert's eyes and get their hands up. Look, follow his eyes, boom, knock it down. It's 15 batted passes, guys. This is not like something that just does the <laughs> – this is a thing. You know, even uh, Max Crosby got a couple um, last game, last time they played. So, there, I mean, this has to be a thing, right? Of course, you see the blitz. Boom, get your hand up. Follow the eyes. Right? And, and then we got the little deep passing game here, right? But, you know, we'll start off with this play here. Sorry, guys. I'm a little off with some of this stuff. But this is, this is the last quick passing one right here. So, like I said, we, where's he at? There's, there he is right there on the choice route. This is fourth down, too. Right? And you kind of just play it level, break on that ball, knock it down. So it's, you know, the short passing game, they're kind of like basically the little mundane. They are. I mean, they're kind of predictable, a little mundane, a little kind of slow, right? And, and you have to just kind of play on that predictability. You have to know what they're going to do where they're at. Just like we're getting to the deep passing game now. Just like if also if he's inside, right? If Keenan Allen's inside also, it's this might be a sale route, okay? So. If it's not a choice, it's a sale. Watch the hill. Here we go. So you got sale route here, right? Boom, here's the sale. It's a great throw by Herbert right there, too. Running money. And, and Herbert loves this throw. He can hit. This is probably the best throw he throws intermediate. And he'll hit this throw all the time on you. <laughs> like, it is, like it's money, right? Hit it that way, right there, right? On the sale route. <laughs> here we go. Now, here's the same play action look I talked about earlier with the handout where he hits Keenan Allen. Watch this route by Allen at the top. Just watch this. Watch, watch this route. Watch what he does to Breland. <laughs> God damn. Right? So there it is. There's Keenan Allen right there. Not really a sale route, but that's an out route, right? It's, it doesn't get too much different from this, guys. Right? Here we go. Allen again on the sale. Boom. Hitting that sale. Right? Boom. Once again, so they love that route. And I'm telling you, Herbert, he's he'll hit that on you, right? And then that's something that can attack the Raiders cover three, too, is these sale routes. And they are they are going to attempt to hit these sale routes, right? Especially if they're rushing three, right? And he, I'm just saying, he's gonna, he can hit that route, guys, on the money, like effort without effort. So, I mean, that's that's something that they, the Raiders have to worry about at all times. All right. And, you know, they love this crosser, too. They love this crosser with Keenan Allen, too. So you see Keenan Allen's going to come across. Right. And they love this play. And this is the play that they run. They're, they're going to they're going to run this play against cover three and try to get a one on one with Diablo or whoever. Right. And we'll, I'll show you in a second how they already they already try to do that. So you see here, Herbert does a great job stepping up. This is a goddamn darn it's a ridiculous throw. If you want to, you guys want to figure out why people are just so hyped up about Herbert's throws like this. So, so watch it one more time from the back end. And also, I want to talk about if you rush Herbert with four, which is, is where it gets dangerous, all right? Because this dude, I don't know where he came from, but he's like a a freak against four rushers as a pocket passer, which I doesn't that doesn't make any sense. So he's watching him step up like this and just throw his crazy throw. Is a passer rating of 99. 
with pressure under with with four rushers. So it's getting getting to him with four. You can you can do it, but man, will he burn you if you don't get to him? So here we go. Play action again, right? And you see you see the see the crosser here again. And you got the one on one with Perryman. And I really I really feel like if Herbert got more touch on this throw, that he could probably could have got this right. He got a little bit more touch on it, but you know he tried to line drive that, yeah, making it a tougher catch for Keenan Allen than it needed to be. Right, because because that that is one thing about Herbert, he, he's not putting a ton of touch on it. I mean, he's getting better on it than he was in his rookie year, but yeah, I just feel like that ball just needs a little, just a little bit more touch, just a little bit, just a little bit. But that's something they're gonna attack, guys. That's something they're gonna attack. But I will say about this play, he throws interceptions on this play a lot. So here we go, one more time. Keenan Allen hit the crossers. It's a crazy play by Eric Kendricks, by the way. Eric Kendricks, you know. Robots comes back, boom, nuts, right? But Herbert likes to force this throw, guys, because this isn't the only one. We got we got another interception here coming. You guys ready? Here, here comes another one. Here comes another interception here. Just watch this on the back end real quick. You just watch Eric Hendricks because he's nuts. He, he basically beat the Chargers himself. <laughs> Intercepted. Ridiculous. What a play. When's he a free agent? Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Eric Kendricks, he's bald. But then, you know, we got Trayvon Diggs getting him, right? Play action. Here you go. Same crosser, right? Boom. Just intercepted. Right? He, he basically, it's like he, he's forcing it to this crosser every single time. So the Raiders have to take advantage of it if he misses. Right, if he misses on the crosser, you get you have to get it. You have to take advantage of it, right? And yeah, those are some great catches, right? But it's time for the Raiders to catch the football, right? And this is big time, big time game here. And, and watch it. Well, here it goes one more time. Another crosser on this one. This time it's a different player, right? But he's like I said, he forces it, almost gets it picked again by Justin Simmons. So I mean, that crosser, he he just likes it. He just kind of forces it. And, uh, you know, that's something that the Raiders got to play on, too, as well. All right. Quick pressure with four. Like I said, he's just, just crazy with pressure with four. He just avoids it so well. It's wild. Right. Go. Justin Herbert. And like I said, you know, getting him under pressure with some man-to-man is really the, the focus of this game. All right. So. I know that I know the Raiders don't play man. They can play a lot of cover three, but I really feel like they got it. They got to play man a little bit this game. They they cannot just be tendencies and just say hey, we're gonna do what we got to do. I mean, this is this is for the playoffs, right? Because you see here with the man to man, what happens is Herbert can't hit his little sail route, right? Because he can't hit his sail route, just kind of says the force check down, quick pressure has to throw it, basically throws it away, right? So man to man, really hurts this team's timing really, really bad, right? And then, you know, it causes Herbert's Herbert problems with his processing a little bit. Once you once it's like a lot of tight man-to-man coverage because everything's so based on timing. And then, of course, blitzing Herbert is really what you need to do, right? Because every team that's blitzed him 26% of the time and more, he struggled against. And that's something... 
something to look at. I know, I know Gus Bradley isn't blitz either, but man, it's just it's just there, right? You can see here he's blitzing, so you know he's just forcing it deep, and he gets bailed out by a terrible flag. It's just, I know, well, that guy kind of did that. I don't know what that. I mean, that was a bad throw, but he got bailed out there, right? By that one, by that blitz. There's another one right here, right? And, and sometimes he, he just doesn't slide the protections correctly because he's a young quarterback, right? So here we go. We got another free release. Boom. Makes a bad throw. Almost picked off, right? Jared Cook's open. Here we go. And then, of course, you know, the Raiders, they got their own blitzes here too. So this one, you know, BD probably explained this one on the back end a little better. But, you know, just from a protection standpoint from a quarterback, right, you know, usually – Right, this is how you get, get him confused, is because I'll take it back a little bit. Let me get this right. Get this part for little ten points, which I missed. Right, little ten pointed before this happened. Okay, so he points at Eckler, right? Which so so Herbert doesn't slide the line. Okay, he doesn't slide the line to the right because he doesn't think Corey Littleton's coming. He thinks he's guarding Austin Eckler one on one, and he thinks he has a shot right there. Right, but he's wrong. Right, so since he doesn't slide. It just gives Carl Nassib a free release right to him. Boom, blitz. He doesn't see it. Bow, boom. Has to get rid of the ball. Aaron throw. All right, which could have been picked if he actually threw that on time, right? And then, of course, here's another one the Raiders ran. Basically kind of ends up creating the kind of the same thing here. Boom, blitz. And you kind of can see, like, sometimes when Herbert gets blitzed, he drops his eyes. So watch. See? See his eyes are dro- his eyes dropped. He's already feeling it. Eyes dropped. Right? And then he just tosses it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they're not unbeatable. They're not unbeatable on offense. All right? Um, you, you just have to – you have to kind of – you have to be – you have to know what they're going to do, right? You have to kind of be ready for them. And like I said, I, I think the getting the hands up is kind of the, the key thing for me too, is getting those hands up once you're not getting there. They, they get they got to get their hands up. Like it's like a must. If you are getting a push inside, like Solomon Thomas or, you know, Phylon, those guys are getting some kind of push inside and you're not getting there and you see Herbert's eyes looking at some kind of something short, you got you to get your hand up. Um, to knock the ball down. I, that's something that they can do, um, you know, besides the blitzing, which I don't know if they are going to do that. Gus Bradley might do that because, I mean, it worked the last time. So, you know, it's it's just – it's going to be super interesting what Bradley does. But, I mean, there's, there's a blueprint to beat this team. It just depends if he wants to follow it or not. So – or if he's just going to come out and do what he wants to do. But, I mean, I don't know. Your I thoughts mean- so, a couple things, you know, this team, like you said, it loves to kind of dink and dunk you, right? They, mm-hmm. they, love, they love their short passing game. They love their quick passing game, right? <clears throat> At that point, it's just going to come down to which team is going to, like, for four quarters, like, just stand, like stand in there, right? And, and who's going to beat the other, you know, uh, their matchup to the punch there, right? And mm-hmm. Keenan Allen – He's made a career out of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like the short stuff, you know the ball is coming to him. You know the route, right? He's either running a, a uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like a whip route or a return route, right? Or yeah. Or a crosser. 
Yeah. Right. Like, like that's the third down. Like he's the best uh, juke, uh, you know, yeah. why Haas player ever or whatever yeah. it is. Right. Like, you yeah. know, like that, like, you know, what's going to happen. And he just beats you to the punch every single time. Like Keenan now has made a career out of that. And, and I think Austin Eckler is doing that. Mike, we've seen Mike Williams do, you know, step up and do that in, in, in flashes. Jared Cook's certainly capable, right? And so for the Raiders defense, it's like it doesn't matter who's out there. It, this is this is a nameless defense in the back seven. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who it is, okay? It's just about getting to your spot, playing fast, and, and, and hopefully out hitting these guys, maybe, you know, knock a couple of these guys out of the game, being physical, right? Um, like, and that's really the recipe, in, in my opinion. And, and you're you're t- you're showing the crossers. You're showing, okay, yeah, they they might get him in man. They might catch him in, in a man look. That happens occasionally. They they play cover one on mm-hmm. on third and longs. Okay, yeah. so they might catch him in the man look. All right. Hopefully, whoever's in the, in man with Keenan Allen can you know recognize it and run across the field and defend that. Right. If that's Hobbs, we're gonna find out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's that's going to be a big matchup. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we'll see. But mostly it's going to be cover three that they're going to be throwing these crossers yeah. against. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's going to be Divine Diablo's job just to carry the, the the you know that guy across the field. So we'll see if Divine Diablo is able to step up to that too. And when you're talking about the protections, here's the thing: um, Gus Bradley blitzes so infrequently and then even if you were looking at um Corey Littleton's technique there he wasn't giving it away you know I know that there was a point there and everything like that a lot of times especially you see like Jonathan Abram like he's like they like he, you he's it's obvious that he's blitzing you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah um whereas Corey Littleton there he wasn't giving it away necessarily that he was blitzing he probably has line I mean he lines up there a lot to play um you know to play his coverage looks or whatever right so it's a good disguise and then it just hits them. It, it, it's going to catch them off guard. That's the beauty of blitzing infrequently is it's tougher to set that protection. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's tough to get an idea of, oh, do I need to actually set the protection? Oh, do I need to run a hot route if I'm a receiver? Because it could be the quarterback recognizes it and the receiver is like lulled to sleep because they never blitz. And so he, he doesn't run that side adjustment or he doesn't get to his hot route or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so the blitzes can be effective. For Gus Bradley, we've seen him be effective in games. We've seen him be important parts of the games in the past, and it, it comes down to just like not blitzing a lot, and that's the reason why they are effective. You know, um, we'll see if the, he draws up something like the Trayvon Merrick blitz because that was pretty dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, he's not showing like a bunch of different things, and and I and I'm very confident. I know the game plan will remain the same as it has been the entire year, other than Baltimore game. <laughs> yeah yeah uh you know uh yeah yeah you, i mean you're right i i know they're i know they're, not, they're probably not going to change tendencies too much you know i i just think the way that people beat these teams you know i, I think you just got to try it and i know a lot of people saying the raiders don't have the guys to play man to man but I, I don't know if that's necessarily not true i mean i think true font can you know play a little man and so can Casey Hayward. I, I know, you know, uh, maybe not inside as much with Hobbs against Keenan Allen maybe, but, you know, I, it's not even about playing man to man to, you know, just kind of guard people up. I think it's more to get Herbert off that first read where he has to try to go somewhere else because he, he goes through things so quick, right? If you can get him to, to get off it, just, you just, if you just, you know, if he wants Keenan on the post route, you can just keep him to get him off it. 
right? Quick, because he's a quick decision maker. So he's going to go boom, 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 right? He's going to look at, okay, that's covered up. Boom. You know, I'm going to go somewhere else. Because that happened a couple of times because the Broncos were, you know, they, they, they played man, right? And Keenan did end up winning late, but Herbert already came off it. So I think that's kind of how you want to look at it too. You kind of want to get him because he's a smart guy. And with smart quarterbacks, you got to play to their smartness sometimes, their intelligence. So if you play to their intelligence, right, you, I mean, you, you can you can get them to make mistakes or check down too early. You can get them to to do a lot of things that, you know, a smart quarterback does because he's always going to do the smart thing. I mean, that's what her, that's how Herbert plays. That's why his interceptions are, are just misses most of the time. It wasn't a bad decision. It was more of a, a miss. So he's he uh, he he you have to play to that. You have to play to that type of outlook. So I know I went a little long, BD, but uh, yeah, I know. That's uh, the, so, I mean, it's the main thing. They got to stop these guys. If they can't stop them. It doesn't matter what the offense does. So they got to stop them. They got to stop these guys. I think it's, got, that it's, it's, it's most important. We've Go seen ahead. we've seen this offense be really good, right? The Chargers offense be really good at, at points this year, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we've also seen them look kind of uh, kind of funky, you know. So I agree, there is going to be an element of having a young quarterback in there that hopefully the Warriors defense are going to be able to take advantage of. So we'll see. I think that the defense is really interesting as well because I was I kept on reading all year that this is like one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And all that, right? Wasn't like there was like stats and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the entire season, okay? But uh, I, I did watch like the last three games, and there's some like alarming things. Like I didn't. I didn't even add like because some of these plays, like when I was charging, like when I was watching these, I was like, I, I'm not. I'm not going to save this play. That's a freak play, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then and then these freak plays kept on happening. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's just like. They, like uh, the Texans player misses, like makes like four guys miss and scores a touchdown. You know, yeah. You know, like I'm like, oh, that's not a scheme. That's just like a freak thing, you know. And then like it happens again. Like there was one play in the Texans game where they where they scored on him. Like it was a big play, explosive play. It got called back, and so they went back further, and then they scored again on the very next play in the in the Texans game. So something's off. I mean, obviously they were hit with COVID and I'm like not recognizing a lot of these numbers that are in on this defense, you know, that definitely contributed to like some of this like stuff that I'm that I'm seeing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I definitely think that this defense is in flux. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some, there's something wrong. Something's not happening and they're not playing to the to the talent level, because really like on paper, this is probably one of the most talented def- defenses in football. I mean, when you have an impact player like uh, Joey Bosa, an impact player like Derwin James, who can play at, on three different levels of your defense. Mm-hmm. You know, like you should have uh, a great recipe of like things happening there. You know, and I just don't. I'm 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 pretty surprised, honestly, that they haven't had a great season on defense. And then kind of going and seeing, I think I'm able to like figure out maybe one of the reasons why they're struggling a little bit on defense. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So I'll just jump into it. I love that. All right. All right, so first things first, this is a tight front team. And tight tight front is basically the new age 3-4 odd front, okay? This guy right here, he's inside of the tackle, right? We got a guy in a shade technique, and we have a head up 
interior defensive linemen. So these three guys are the bigs. And then you're also going to have two edge players and a linebacker in back of it. Like, like you could call it like a five across or 51 front. Okay. Tight front is kind of what this is. This front is called. And really the whole point of this front is to be able to get into your three, four looks while you're in nickel. And now you have one of these safeties come down and be that extra inside linebacker in a three, four. Okay. So this is the tight front. This is a big part of what they do. Getting a safety to play inside linebacker against the run. Okay. You see Derwin James getting in the mix there. Probably not the most beautiful run fit you'll ever see. Okay. And, and that's part of it because they're deep because they're DBs. Here's another one. Got an inside linebacker here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Derwin James is the other inside linebacker. He's going to come down here and force that run. Okay. Again, not, not super pretty. All right. Even though he's probably their best option to do this. Okay. So again, here we go. Head up, shade, three technique. These are three bigs, two edges, one inside linebacker. And now we're going to have this safety come down and be the extra inside linebacker. Okay. And the the whole point of these schemes is you got to come down here and get a hat on this guy. Do not let this guy come in unblocked. You know, Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, whoever it is, got to get a hat on that guy. Don't let him just run, run straight to the ball carrier, right? Uh, here's another guy, number 32. I think he was, this is during the COVID game. I don't think that we're going to see this guy. You know, um, he's also getting in the box there. So they, they like to have a safety in the box as an inside linebacker. Right, Derwin James. Now, in the point of this, okay, when you when you do this, is you're having a player here. If say this is a team that likes to go boot, which the Broncos do, when you have a DB here instead of a linebacker, you have a little bit more flexibility. Maybe this guy is a boot player, right? Maybe this guy sits back in here in the RPO window, takes away like this backside slant off the RPO. Right, you have some flexibility there as a DB guy who can do a little bit more in terms of his movement ability when you have a DB there. But keep in mind, you're also going to give up something in terms of the run blocking. Okay, and if Derwin James is in the box, okay, yeah, he gets shoved around and he makes a tackle for a six yard gain. We'll take that every time as Raiders fans, right? And but here's the bottom line when this guy is a DB in the box. Someone's got to get come off of him, okay, and put this guy in the ground, and big plays need to happen in the run game. The Raiders weren't able to do it last time. I think it was a combination of probably Josh Jacobs and the offensive line not being in great sync and the game getting away from them a little bit early there. But Raiders are going to have to be able to run the ball against that front. Now, with this is a big two-high team in coverage, okay, two high safeties. Okay, we got one, two high safeties here, and – this particular look there in cover six. And if you were tuned into TDL last year, cover six is basically like this is Paul Gunther and Mike Zimmer's package as well. They're, they're two high safeties. Okay, so we're going to play like a cover two look over here on the top of the screen. And then on the bottom of the screen, we're going to play straight quarters uh, to the backside basically. And uh, the point of a coverage like this it's a little safer, more safer than uh, cover, a straight cover two, a standard cover two, 
And you want to stay on top of everything and allow your underneath defenders to be aggressive and drive on the short stuff while the safety's hanging out over the top. That's the whole point of a coverage like this. Here we, know, here we go. We're getting into another look here. We're going quarters over here. We're playing cover two over here. Okay. You're, you should recognize this from last three years of Raiders defense. Okay. And right now we're going to get a little whip route here. I think this is Cortland Sutton. Okay. The corner is going to jump out because he's being aggressive and it kind of opens up. A little window for a, uh, a conversion on third down, right? Here's another one. Here's another example. Again, we're going to go cover six. Okay, and under the underneath stuff is going to be open in this co in this coverage. And I mean, you kind of just see some of the. Just it's kind of hilarious that that's even a play that you see in the NFL. Honestly, um, really, really bad. Okay, now they're also getting to cover two. They're going to show single high here, but then they're going to spin late into cover two. This is a pretty nasty look. This is a third and long look. The Chiefs also run this. This is part of their third down base package. Okay, and when you have guys who are maybe not used to these coverages, or you're trying to disguise a lot, you could see them kind of getting out of place. In, in a crucial situation, it's third and like seven right now to allow like a little drag route and this guy to like run for extra six yards after the catch is pretty unacceptable. That's that's not good defense, even though it's a great looking scheme, not good defense. OK, here's another one. They also play cover four. OK, this is the same kind of cover four package that the Raiders run currently under Gus Bradley, um, where they're where they're using the backside safety to to take number three vertical. A lot of teams actually play this scheme against the Chiefs. This is basically the Chiefs uh, defense beater. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to get a cool little concept here that Chiefs have figured out where we're really just putting one guy in conflict, okay? He's going to – obviously, he's going to back up here off of this, and he's, you know, going to give up that underneath route, Okay. Miss, another missed tackle, falls down for a first down, another third long conversion at a too high, knowing the rules. And then here's one, one of my favorites. Here we go. Uh, now they're going to play cover five, so they're just straight man across the board. Okay, And Raiders get into a, a mirrored uh, too high beater. I really like this one right here where, where we're going to have guys either going in or out at the top of their breaks. Okay. And it really puts the safety now in a bind at the top of the screen. Okay. And now I don't know if this is necessarily a choice route from uh, one of these guys here, but you see we got a great matchup on the outside against cover five, which is supposed to be, you know, that's a that's a tough, that's a tough coverage to throw against, right? So you see them in so many too high coverages, mistakes are bound to happen, right? And I think that. Really, the Raiders were so close last time. You know, this is going to be deja vu. You know, Marcus, you watched all of these. You did all of these. This is a beautiful route concept, and we have a huge bust on the back end here. We got two guys taking this guy, this this dig route right here. Yeah. Okay, and we're going to get like a little uh, out 
out route over here from Darren Waller. No one's on Darren Waller. This I was so mad because Waller, Waller should have just turned around and put his hand up like right away. He should have saw it. That's what I was like. But it ends up being a sack fumble. Yeah, it ends up being a sack fumble. Like that would have been a big, big, big time play. Okay, so what happened? We're going to get a five-man rush. So it is a blitz. Okay, it is a blitz technically. We have a five-man pressure here. Okay, I think actually these guys are probably going to be twisting. Something, something's happening here. Okay, but really you just got to look at Leatherwood. I think he's passive. Okay, he gets just way too easily detached. We see his he missed his inside hand is not landing, and so when he only has one hand, got to swat it down. Okay, just passive hands. Obviously, Brandon Parker is going to be having to handle Joey Bosa, so probably not going to be that much better. Okay, but great concept. Just get didn't get it blocked up. Now here's another one. We're gonna set. Uh, they're gonna go ahead and get a little. It's a, this is a blitz coverage technically in, in the in the NFL. This is an NFL blitz coverage. We're gonna trap over here, and we're just playing kind of straight man on the backside. Okay, and the safety has this back. Now, this is the one that you were talking about, where Hunter Renfro is gonna get one on one with this safety over here. And if you're noticing this safety driving, okay, on the bottom of the screen here, this is a touchdown. Right here. If this is blocked up, this is absolutely a touchdown. There's no way this guy's going to be able to run all the way and beat Hunter Renfro to the opposite side of the field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and even if, you know, Carl wants to throw it flat over here just to make sure, right? It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. This is a big play for the defense. But they got caught. So what happened? Again, another pressure look. Okay, so what's going to happen? We're going to get a contained rush from this three technique. Okay, we're going to get a blitz from this linebacker, but we're dropping this defensive end. So it's a four-man rush. It's a simulated pressure. Call them a creeper, call them sims, call them replacement pressures, whatever you want to call them. Okay, obviously, I don't know if Josh Jacobs needs to see this, right, and he needs to come in there. Okay, I don't know if Derek Carr needs to get hot. All right, but either way, didn't execute on that play. Missed opportunity. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's on Colt Miller because Colt Miller should not be blocking the most outside guy, no matter what. But I mean, that's also yeah. on Jacobs too because Jacobs is supposed to be picking up. That's his man. Yeah. But, right. Yeah, anyways, and and Jacobs definitely noticed that it happened, but he didn't react quick enough to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> here, <Taylor's> here, <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's funny. Go ahead. Keep going. That's funny. That's funny. Um, okay. So here's another one that I thought was interesting. Right here. Right here. We're gonna get. Yankee. Okay. And I think that right now, okay, if you want to throw this, this guy's kind of coming here. And so the window to throw it is like kind of narrowing really at this point, but he, he wants to throw it and he wants to get it out hot. We saw them kind of blitz the, you know, car and the pressure get there. So he's throwing the ball hot. I think net if come this weekend, cars hanging in the pocket. Okay. And he's waiting for this to come all the way to the opposite side of the field and for this to come all the way to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's not throwing the ball right now, which he does here, which is the quickest Yankee ever we've ever seen uh, from the Yankee, from, from the Raiders. Usually we're holding the ball, holding the ball. We saw how greedy he was last game. I think it's going to keep on happening. Here's another one. Okay. Again, we got this crosser. Okay. And, this is this is a good play. Obviously, Henry Ruggs is not going to be playing in this game, okay? But we see the idea here. 
Henry Ruggs. He's um, identifying that the safety was in the middle of the field, so he converts this to the opposite side. My problem with this is that he drifts this route. He needs to come back down, right, for it yeah. and kind of attack that and get just give it a better window, but he kind of drifts into the into the guy. Bad execution. I think that someone like Deshaun Jackson, he's definitely going to be all over that. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, the Raiders didn't run the ball really well last game either. No. Okay, but I think that um, it, this, it, this is a gut check time, you know. So if they can't run it, like, then obviously – Guys need to go on that offensive line uh, if they can't if they can't do it this week, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to come down to if you do want to run it, make them get into nickel, so you can so you can run it, and so you can kind of punish those defensive backs who stick and yeah. stick around in there, right? Uh-huh. And and just kind of taking advantage of some of these rules that they have when they're in too high. I think that they have way too much. They have too big of a menu. Okay, I've never seen a team play this many two different two types of two high coverages. And when you're seeing all these blown coverages, when you're seeing bad tackling, I think it's like there's like a mental thing going on for this defense right now that it's, it's just too much volume for them. Kind of similar to how we saw the Raiders defense operate last year when they had a big volume, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's really what I'm seeing from them. I, I'm seeing tons of looks, tons of looks. I, you know, I showed you – almost every single t- different type of cover uh, or too high look in the book. And they got a bunch of replacement pressures and simulated pressures and everything like that. Like these guys must be swimming in information, all the checks, all the things that they have to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like they're going to condense their game plan and they're going to get, you know, but they're still going to go into it with a lot more than like say the Raiders defense would, you know? So there's no confusing the Raiders defense. It's yeah. just out executing them. Right. Whereas, Oh, you, maybe maybe you can't out execute and beat Derwin James straight up or beat Joey Bosa straight up, but if you can out scheme this defense because we kind of see that there are some holes here, right? I think that it, uh, you know it's obviously a easier said than done. You got to block it up. You got to have that pass protection, but it's it's not like this is this uh, is like the Derek Carr kryptonite or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you know the, the, yeah, the Chargers game. Um, for and they did they have a lot of opportunities that you just brought me some bad flashbacks of some of those <laughs> especially the river one I mean, the river one that would that would have put it right back in the game I think it was like seven zero at that point I would put it right back in the game yeah right right well, back in the game I only watched I only watched half the, half that game because yeah. by the time like five possessions in and the score is already twenty one to nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it, there was like the the sack fumble, the short field position. You know, like the game just got out of hand. I think that if they were in that game, they were going to be able to maybe like establish the run a little bit better. You know, st- and stick in that game. And, and you were talking about how uh, both both sides both sides of the, of the Raiders were looking better in the second half of that game, but it was just too late, really. At that yeah, point. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was just too late at that point. Um, but it, it, they, they had a lot of missed opportunities in the in the first half. And, I, mean, I know you pointed that out, but it was just the, the, the pressure, the constant pressure. And, and of course, you know, the, 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 the defensive holds that they just <laughs> which I, you know, like that one you, you show where Jacobs, you know, didn't mess up. I mean, they, I mean, John Simpson is getting held, right. And, you know, they, they started calling against the Texans, but we'll see if they call that stuff this week. But, um, um, they, they, they got to run the ball. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what other game plan they got, 
Um, but if they, they think they're going to come out and pass, they're going to be in trouble. I know that. So um, maybe, maybe they might come out like they did against the Broncos and they pass early, right, and try to, you know, set up that way, right? I, I hope they don't get two 13 personnel with Derek Carrier coming back. I hope they stick to a lot of 11 like you're talking about because they're able to run the ball out of 11. And uh, I, I think they need to stick to those things, right? And, um, I, and the running game is so much better now. Right. I mean, we had they've had they're yeah. good against the Colts. Right. They're, they're, they had a good, good game. They had a good game running football against the Colts. I mean, it's not always going to show in the numbers, but it was effective. And they were able to you know, get some touchdowns, especially in the first half. They're able to move the ball, running the football. Right. And then the Broncos, you really saw it, really saw them run the ball really well against the Broncos. And then, you know, against the Browns, we saw some good runs, too. So, I mean, they're, they're able to run the football better than, you know, before. Right. In that game, I mean, back then they couldn't run the ball at all. I mean, they were laughable. Yeah, okay, they're a joke at that point. <laughs> I mean, they were, the whole run game was a, basically a joke at that point with the Chargers game, right? And that was kind of what the wide, the the eye wide open, you know, the eye opening part of it is when they went to the Chargers and they couldn't run the ball. And that's when I was like, oh my god, this is, these guys are awful running the ball. And then you know, Greg Olson, you know, I don't know what Tom Cable put it to it, but they changed it up a little bit, and it, they've been pretty decent running the football, and you know. If Josh Jacobs has a big game, man, um, and they're able to run the ball, they can, they can definitely win this game. And that's going to be the, the key to me. Um, you know, you don't, you don't want Carr trying to, you know, do this five to seven step drops that much. You want to keep him to the, the, the three step drops. And by doing that, you got to be able to run the football and ball control, right? I, I think you have to ball control the ball control team, in my opinion. You, you, you got you got to get the, the Chargers into fast mode, which, which basically – you know, you want to get them out of their ball control mode because that's what they want to do. They want to they want to have the ball for the whole game. And the whole game. They're going, to, they're going to meticulously go down the field, and they're great in the red zone. So that's what I was talking about, like, you know, um, how the 2019 Raiders with the great red zone, right? And that's basically what they are. They they meticulously go down the field, but they they have really good red zone concepts. Like, they run triple flood, which is an old-school one. I didn't show, but, um, I mean, that's an old-school play, and they run that to perfection, Herbert hits, you know, he, he goes through the reads real quick. They run all the same plays that Raiders run and, you know, the smash yeah. returns, you know, they just, they execute it better, to be honest. And, you know, they got, you know, so look, you have, when you got Keenan Allen, okay, when you got Keenan Allen, everything looks a lot better, okay? So, yeah, you know, like, but like, this, this, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so you have to get them in speed up mode. That's really what you have to do. You have to get them where they're, they're playing, where they have to play fast and score fast. Because that gets them out of their game. So, yeah, I mean, for sure, like complimentary aspect of it, holding the ball when when they are on offense. I agree. Make like, yeah, this team doesn't want to like. I don't think come from behind. You know. No. So yeah, I, I agree. Hopefully, we can see them kind of get out ahead. Well, you know, there's seems to be a bit of a turnover drought. I don't know. I don't know if that's like the right word to use, but. Defense hasn't, you know, been having a whole bunch of ball production recently. So we'll see if that changes. Can't, you know, can't, can't hope too much because it hasn't changed all year. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If, if, if Gus Bradley, if Gus Bradley comes out and all, all of a sudden has like all these new blitzes and has a new cover, if he has a new coverage that we haven't seen yet, okay, I'll do a flip. I'll do a flip. We're not, we're not going to see that though. <laughs> You know, you're not gonna see it, man. You just we're not, we're not gonna see it. Uh, hey, I would love it. I would love, I would love to see that. But uh, 
That's that's not what he's about, man. That's not what he's about. <laughs> it's like it's like the opposite. It's like Staley's like the opposite. You know, he's gonna have he's gonna have at least one uh, coverage look that they haven't looked, shown all year. That's like a designer look just for Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're gonna have a couple uh, simulated pressures that they haven't shown, and they're have, they have them ready just for this game. You know what I'm saying? That they're gonna throw at him. Like the whole point of his defense is to confuse you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, like, no. we're not we're not trying to confuse you. Okay, just can you do it? Can you throw that? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like, <laughs> but can you make that throw? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that's where this that's where the scheme tells you to throw. But can you do it? Okay. You know. So. <laughs> can you do it accurately right. how accurate are you yeah and it's a tight and window right there unfortunately i think last time justin herbert answered that call and was yeah. super accurate you know um yeah so it, it's it's really going to come down to hopefully the defensive line like i said i keep on preaching this max Crosby's gonna have to have take take over this game Darius Finland, like you said, he needs to he needs to come up. Yannick Ngagwe needs to show up for just more than like the sack and then disappear kind of thing that he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like he'll have like a quarter that's like looking good, and then that's it for Yannick Ngagwe. Like, okay, if, if that's all you got, then Malcolm Coons needs to be out there. Um, but yeah, like this defensive line needs to get after Herbert. Like you're saying, he's a magician uh, under pressure, kind of under duress. So the key is breaking that and you know and having that kind of pride and just that having uh that mentality for that defensive line to go in there and eat and kind of be game wreckers i think they can do it i think that we've seen them show up big in big games before you know everyone right solomon thomas is included in that uh quentin jefferson included carl, uh, carl nassib i don't know if he's activated off the of COVID yet but um all these guys have stepped up for for the raiders in big moments so it's gonna have that's really what's gonna have to come down to because again, once again, this is a vanilla scheme. We are not going to get some all of a sudden magic blitz call that changes the game here, guys. It's not gonna happen. There's no magic bullet. Okay, there's no, you know, sorry. That's not what it is. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, uh, you know, um, I will say you're talking about like making them throw the tight windows. I mean. Herbert, I mean, to the intermediate level on pro football focus, I mean, his completion percentage is 52%. He's throwing five interceptions. So, I mean, if you want him to throw to an area, it's 10 to 19 yards, to be honest. I mean, that's where you want him constantly throwing. Because, I mean, when he, th- he throws past 20, he's pretty he's pretty good. I mean, he throws one to 10, he's pretty good. It's just that, that in-between area, sometimes he just doesn't get enough touch on the football sometimes. Um, to be more accurate, which I mean, I'm sure by year five he'll have touch on it. But yeah. you know, right now he's 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 Mr. Fastball. So, so sometimes it's kind of funny, man. When he's like, when he throws like a fastball to Austin Eckler, he's like three yards away. <laughs> like, it's like it's he drops it. I'm like, damn, Herbert, relax. Just toss it to him, bro. He's open, man. He just and it's, it's like it's not he's like not even trying because it's just like he's so effortless for him when he just like he just throws it and just like he like lets it go like this and it's like. Doom! So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I could even imagine like, like seeing the ball come in his hand as a receiver because he's not like putting so much, he's not putting effort into it. So when he releases it and then it just comes at you 100 miles per hour with this non-effortless release, it's got to catch you off guard a little bit. I mean, you know? Yeah, for sure. Sometimes for he sure. just like puts it on Eckler's helmet on some of his choice routes. Just, <laughs> it's just like take a, little bit off it, take a little bit off it. <laughs> it's okay. 
<laughs> like the play against the this one play against the Broncos, bro. He had Austin Eckler like wide open, and all he had to do was just like you know just put a little nice little touch on it. And he just and I don't even know if this is what I'm saying. I don't even know if he's trying to do it, but he just he threw that ball so hard. <laughs> it's like, man, I just it, was, it must be tough to catch his passes for real because that dude has a cannon. Right, it's natural. So, but yeah. So he's that's definitely, he's definitely split gloves. If, 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 if you know, because they're gonna drop some passes because it happens every time. Because when, once he, you know, the Raiders, if that ball goes in the air, hopefully you know, the ball kind of lands and the Raiders get lucky and they kind of get some picks like Patrick Sertain got, you know, that pick six that he got. Yeah. The, yeah. Hey, so. look, a pick is a pick. Okay. It, do, it doesn't matter. Okay. It, if it falls into your lap, it's a pick. Okay. You, you, you don't can take that away from you. So I, I, I'm cool with that. Even if it's a freak play again, we'll take them here. Um, any, all right, anything else that you wanted to co- go over? Uh, we're going over a little bit on time yeah. here. You're yeah, good, man. Uh, I really got nothing else to say. Uh, you know, um, I will say this: this win here. Huh? I mean, see, see, see. To me, I think there's more pressure on the Chargers than the Raiders. To be honest, I know there's a lot of pressure from Derek Carr because, you know, you know Derek Carr, you know, the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. right? But, you know, the Chargers are not supposed to be in this position, right? They're not supposed to be 9-7. and seven. They're, you know, early in the year, but they're the best team in the AFC West. Everybody respect, you know, going to the Chiefs game, you know, Justin Herbert's better than Patrick Mahomes. You know, this is kind of a, an area where, you know, the football media is expecting them to win this game. Right. And I, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on them that, you know, if they don't win this game, like they're, you know, they're all disappointment, the fourth downs are to come back up and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I, I think there's a little bit more pressure. I mean, the Raiders are not supposed to be here. They're, I mean, everybody's just excited. I mean, you listen to media, everybody's just excited. They won the last three to even get to this position. You know, Derek Carr, he's the leader, he's the leadership. Da, 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 da. And people are just like, oh my God, how did they get here? Right. And then the Chargers are a little different. I mean, if the Chargers lose this game, it's going to be like a, uh, I think a little bit of a ripple effect. If the Raiders lose this game, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, well, great run at the end, <laughs> you know. So I, I think the um, that dynamic might play into it too a little bit. I mean, if the Chargers come out a little more tense because of that, because I, I, that's how I kind of feel. I feel like the Raiders might come out a little bit more loose because you know they really have nothing to lose. I mean, they've already already proved themselves a little bit. I mean, they want to get in the playoffs, right? In a hundred percent. But, you know, the Chargers, they are, like, more on a, a free fall than the Raiders are right now. You know, they lost two out of three. They were in a great position to even take the AFC West, you know, a couple weeks ago. So, they, they, they are it's, – it's, it's super important for them to finish. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how these teams come out and the pressure of the situation. But, guys, hey, Char- you got Chargers and Raiders fan in here. If the Colts lose and the Steelers lose, hey, we're both in, guys. So. Who are you talking to? The Chargers there's fans. No, the Chargers no, fans here. There's no such thing. Um, <laughs> got, finally, I'm, I'm so, oh, yeah, I'm oh, so yeah, happy yeah, I got yeah, that yeah. one in. Okay. I'm so happy I got that one in. Okay. Um, no such thing. Never met a Chargers fan. This is a Russian bot. If anyone is in the <laughs> comments, it's a Chinese bot. Move yeah. along, Chinese bot. No such thing as a Chargers fan. Or, or they're 14. It could be 14. You know, Justin Herbert, man. You know, he, he, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. They right. Got, they, the, 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 the kid. Kids. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what's on Twitter. I mean, the, the, some of the stuff they say on Twitter, there's no way that's a grown man. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, you're not a Chargers fan. 
you uh, you have my Upper Chargers jersey, but you live with what Raiders fans, Rams fans? Okay, come on, come on, kids. All right, your dad's not a Chargers fan, so you're not a Chargers fan. All right, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, I'm just messing around. I'm just messing around. All right, that, that's it. That's it for us, Raider Nation. We're geeked for this game. You know, we're super we're super excited over here. We're done prognosticating. Okay, I'm done. I'm done crunching film. I'm just ready to be a fan on Sunday. Uh, watch, watch the Raiders get this W, right? I mean, that, that's that's all that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, let's manifest that. Let's manifest that. But Raider Nation, appreciate everyone for tuning in. We hit an all time high in the uh, in the live stream uh, uh, views. So hey, holla at everyone for uh, for hopping in. Uh, appreciate it for some people donated in the chat. It's it's like a while back in the chat, so I can't find it. Uh, but but yeah, I appreciate everyone. Make sure you hit up Manscaped. Enter promo code TDL for twenty percent off plus free shipping. It will also help the channel. Make sure you go to our bonfire uh, bonfire page and pick up some some merch. We got shirts. We got hoodies. Uh, got you know something for everyone for all sizes. So make sure you hit up Bonfire as well. Help support TDL. That's it, Raider Nation. We appreciate you. I'll let you. Peace, guys.